Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Post 20 Podcast. My name is Evan. I'm joined by Matt this evening. It's just us two. Trevor is away this evening. So uh, what's going on, Matt? It's all good. Um, weather-wise, could be better. I had a nice day off, unexpected, from work. Nice. Been training all week on some new different routes. I was actually on a route that's delivered to your house really? yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you delivered my... Uh... My Elgato, you delivered a capture card for me. Yep, mm-hmm. that was around like noon. Yep, trying to get ready for FIFA so that I can oh, stream yeah. it on the Post 20 Twitch. You started one or you're going to start oh, one? I think I'm going to either start one or and maybe stream it on there. Um, I was thinking about getting some like graphics done for the show too, like maybe hiring somebody on Fiverr or something. Like not, right. a, not a Fiverr one, but like one that's more expensive. I feel mm-hmm. like now that I have some money and um, like, I don't know, it'd be just be good to have some professional looking stuff. I totally agree. I think it'll be good, a different type of content, plus yeah. it'll be a different side of us. It's easier to, well, yeah, the fucking angry side. That's what side <laughs> it'll be. Um, yeah, speaking of FIFA, I waited outside of GameStop from 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, what was that? Monday night, Tuesday night, whenever the Xbox Series X pre-order went up. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so I got one. I I, I paid it off, dude. Oh, no. There was there was seven of the X and two of the S, and um, literally people just kept showing up. Like people kept showing up, and they're like, "No, we'll get one." I said, "Guys, look at the fucking sign on the door." It says there's seven of them, and you are not the first seven in line. Yep. Some guy, like, walked up at the very end, like some old guy, and, dude, I, w- I was walking out of there with my receipt. I had I bought, I bought the console, I bought an extra controller, and I bought, like, a play-and-charge kit because the controllers for the new consoles are fucking impossible to get, dude, when, you, really? when they first come out. Yeah, that's how it was with the Xbox One, too. It was so hard to get new controllers. So I, I bought an extra one. And I walked out, dude. I walked out with a smile on my face. Those people were fucking pissed. They were screaming at the GameStop employees. Like, mm-hmm. guys, I told you. It said on the fucking door that they had seven available for pre-order. Like, well, what do you expect? Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I, that I got one. I've been trying to get a new graphics card too, but like Nvidia fucking fucked the launch up. So I just tweet at them every day on Twitter how mad I am. Bunch of memers. Yeah, you've been doing anything else? Just working, pretty much. Basically, I mean, work's consumed all bits of my days now. It's like in my routine. Yeah, that's so good like, though. I was gonna go to the high school practice today, but I completely forgot about it. I just blanked. I was like eating and then laying down, and my dad got home and was like not going to the high school thing i was like i completely forgot yeah that's good though it's nice to be in a work routine especially after like a mediocre summer yeah it wasn't the worst thing i mean the the quarantine's getting better and better and then things are starting to get lifted we're we're getting normalcy back yeah that's true 2021 is going to be totally different yeah i hope so i mean i'm sure it will be Maybe the first couple months will be weird, but I think I think we'll be back at it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the meat and potatoes of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk sports. I wasn't on last week. Uh, they were doing fucking. Uh, I don't know. They had drills and they were moving beds and moving desks and shit right next door. And I was like, "Yo, I'm I have to do a podcast." And my dad was like, "All right." And then they continued to drill and move shit around. So I just texted you guys and said, "Fuck it, I can't do it." Um, That's why in a couple of years' times when we have the studio, it's not gonna be a problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish, dude. So, yeah, the meat and potatoes of the week will be sports, as it has been pretty much the entirety of lockdown. So we haven't been doing anything else. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? You want to start off with uh, with the prem? Yeah, let's go into that. So. Uh, real quick, uh, fantasy update before that. Yep. Currently, Zach's leading the league, two wins, zero losses, and Big Mike is dead last. Um, I did not have a good week. I lost. I lost to Bray. Not a good week for me. Where I was officially out for the next couple weeks. Brutal. Havertz hasn't been going. Man United had a had a stinker. And then Tottenham and Southampton decided to get into a scorcher, and half my defense is those guys, so they get no points. So okay, they got fried. Big self implosion, but week three going up against Mary, I think it'll be a big bounce back. Um, I got some favorable matchups. Kai Havertz coming off a hat trick in the League Cup, so a little hopeful. Yeah, I think they're playing him in the wrong spot, man. Mm-hmm. He needs to be playing more centrally. I mean, he did. He had, he had a great showing, obviously, uh, yeah. in the league cup. But he's he's wasted. I think out out on the wing. He's still yeah. good. He's still good. But like, he needs to be playing more centrally if you want him to be to be either assisting uh, Timo or you want him to be scoring. Going back to the weekend's game when they played Liverpool, he did play central in that central striker role. They mm-hmm. had. Uh, team of earner out on the left. Yep. Um, 2-0 loss to the reigning champs. Yeah, Not a bad result. I mean, no. it was 0-0 at the half, and then you have Mane getting on a breakaway over the top ball. Christensen shows zero faith in Kepa, which he should. Just arms around Mane's neck like he's going to give him a neck kiss. Just yeah. takes him out. And red card right there, and then I had to go to my U- U9's game to coach and the time i get there it's already two nothing Mane scored both and i was like well that was nice yeah i mean all things considered like uh you 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 rarely see a red card a absolute howler from your keeper um and then also what was the third thing that happened oh a missed pen uh draguinho missed the pen so you rarely see those three things happen in a game um and and the result was only two a two zero loss. So all things considered, I'd say that's not that bad of a loss to the reigning champs. Um, I think Chelsea pick it up and and probably get get a win next week. Yeah, we have a favorable matchup against West Brom coming off a five two loss to Everton. You guys and should... then the week before Arsenal beat them three 0 or no, not Arsenal. Who they play? They've lost three <laughs> 0 to Leicester. Yep, and you guys should throttle them. They are really really bad. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting a bunch of the guys coming off injury and lack of match fitness back. Tiago Silva played today, or not yesterday. Uh, ben Chilwa got an assist. Pulisic might be coming back. Ziyech might come back a little bit. So we're slowly getting our pieces together. I think by 
mid-October we'll be back in rolling as soon as the Champions League starts. Yeah, I think I think Chelsea's defense is the only thing that you have to worry about, really. Uh, Christensen, Christensen is fucking horrendous, and yeah, I mean, as uh, I used to think Zuma could be really good, but I don't know so much anymore. I I wish Rudiger got more time. Well, there's rumors now with since we've been bringing in so many people, we got to offload to balance the books. So I've heard rumors of Rudiger going to Barcelona, and. Potentially, Arsenal are looking to talk to Jorginho. I don't want that to happen at all. After struggling to get talks going with Partey from Atletico Madrid. And they want Awar, Awar, however you... The guy from... Where's he at, Lyon? Yeah, they're going back to the French market where they know. I wish Uh, we would get him. He's great. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys guys have been going with your usual Xhaka, Guendouzi, um, El Nene kind of thing. They've been... All three of those guys have actually been surprisingly stable and and good this year. The midfield looks okay. It's it's the defense still that I'm worried about. You guys are coming off a good start. 3-0 to to Fulham and 2-1 to West Ham, but those guys are going to be relegation battle teams. Now you guys come up against Liverpool. Yeah. What are you thinking about that Monday night? I mean, the past two times we've played Liverpool, we've owned them. We controlled the tempo. Um, obviously, in the... What was it? The It wasn't the FA Cup final. It was Community Shield. And then yep. at the end of the season when we played them, we we, we were very, very convincingly um, mm-hmm. defeating them. So I, I, I think that Arsenal have a chance. I probably will be betting on them uh, if this might Gisecki fucking touchdown play comes through today. Yeah. I have money to bet with. Um, but I think, I, number one, I'm really excited because I think it's going to be a good match. I do um, too. And two, I think this will really push Arsenal further up the table like later on in the season if they can secure this win now. That's a yeah. huge three points. It's week three. You know, they're starting to get get into the full flow uh, with League Cup and everything else that they have to play. Mm-hmm. So if if Aubameyang or Lacazette can can latch on to one early um, and, and then just, you know, let the midfield kind of handle the rest, I, I think it could be good. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring up two teams that are surprising that nobody really expected to have off a good start like this or show good performances. One being Leeds. I love watching Leeds, dude. Yeah, with uh, Baselli as the manager. Two games, 4-3 results. One going in their favor, the other not. Losing to Liverpool, but beating Fulham. Yeah, um, Very attacking. Patrick Bamford, ex-Chelsea guy, another guy. And the Prem scoring goals now. Oh, yeah. He also got two assists in that game against Fulham. And they're talking about bringing in um, Daniel James from Man United. I saw that. Yeah, they're trying to buy him for like 9 mil or something. Like, like something pretty cheap. They have a lot of attacking options. Their defense looks solid. Um, and now they come up against Sheffield. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's another win for them. I do too. I, I liked uh, Sheffield's defense was suspect. Um, who played them this weekend? I forget. Who played Leeds? No, who played Sheffield? Oh, they played Aston Villa in a one. They played ball. Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I bet on Villa this weekend. Uh huh. Um, right as that red card hit, I had Sheffield selected, and then I wondered why the odds went up to plus eight hundred. <laughs> so I, I googled 
the play-by-play because I wasn't at home and I saw the red card had hit, so yeah. I put my money on Villa uh, and Villa scored. They should have scored a whole lot more than one. Yeah. Uh, like a whole lot more than one. Um, so I, Sheffield's, you know, Sheffield United's defense is, is sus. They don't look good attacking either. Last season, they were very, very, very clinical. Um, I'm not happy with the way they look. I won't be betting on them, that's for certain. Yeah, Sheffield's a team that's doing a 180 compared to last year. I know it's only been two games. That's what happens, though, when uh, teams come up. Yeah, just Dean Henderson, I think, was a key figure for them in the goal. And now they have Ramsdale coming from Bournemouth, who obviously got relegated, is not the same. So... And they don't have that same fire, I guess. Like, they're going to finish top half or even that 11th or 12th. I think we both predicted them to be that 11th to 15th t- like area. Mm-hmm. I think they get squeak 15th, but they might also be in that relegation, relegation battle zone. Yeah, I agree with you. I think maybe we were a bit bold in our predictions for them. I don't well, know. It's hard, it's, great hard not, it's hard not to see any preseason results and all these games because you don't really have anything to go off of. They only had, they only had a five week break in between the seasons. Yeah. And you can see some of those guys are struggling with match fitness. Um, yes. You can even like, especially watching, um, I bet on some league cup games today, Carabao cup. Yeah. You, you can tell, man, th- those guys are not fit to be playing this many games. Like that. They didn't have enough time to train Their Their, their wind is down. And there's a lot of people getting subbed off for injuries. Like people are getting injured. Mm-hmm. Um, City City used all their subs. They had to today. So yeah, a lot of a lot of squad rotation going on because the matches are going to start getting tighter. The closer we get to the winter break, there's going to be eight nine matches in December. Yeah, especially for those top clubs playing Champions League and Europa League matches. I know it's going to be brutal. Um, that other team I wanted to mention, Brighton. Mm-hmm. They opened up against Chelsea. If you're looking at it from a performance standpoint, they should have won the game. But Chelsea got a few goals and the penalty, the Werner won. Yep. And then they come up in week two and handle Newcastle 3 nothing. Lamptey, a right wing back for them. Yeah. Coincidentally, another ex-Chelsea guy. Really All of a sudden, is like a top prospect. People are already saying he could be transferred to a top six team, which is crazy. Yeah, he's young. He reminds me of somebody that would be playing as a wing back or something like that. Like Chelsea should have kept him. I mean, I'm I'm happy with Reese James and I don't yeah. think Lampy would fit in the four three three. I think if we played three in the back and the wing backs, obviously he'd fit. But... Oh no, he doesn't fit in flat. I I no. don't think. No. I agree. And now they come up against Man United, who come off a three one loss to Palace with Zaha scoring two. United have know. to show me they belong because they looked, they have looked. I mean, they only played one game, but fucking hell, dude, they look so bad. They've been in the media for all the wrong reasons with transfer drama, not buying anybody, and the McGuire. lack of conviction getting anybody in with the Sancho saga and not finding a partner for Maguire because Linda Law's been getting exposed. And now I think there was a, a headline coming out there coming off a $100 million loss in the quarter or something. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like, their their back line is so suspect. They're such a liability. You you have clubs like like Wolves just bought Nelson Semedo. Like, if Nelson Semedo is on the market, you need to be looking at him to replace fucking Luke Shaw or or um, what's his name? 
Well, they were going to get that Regulon that Spurs snatched up. Yeah, but they... Right, exactly. But Spurs... People don't want to play for United right now. They aren't... They are not how they were when we were kids. Like, do you remember, like, when we were kids, if United were linked to somebody, that person was going. Like, there was no... there, There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You yeah, know. I think them and Liverpool did a complete switch of spots. Yeah. You could say the same maybe towards a city in a way, but I'd say the Liverpool would be the better comparison. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even, even City, you're right. When, when City comes calling, they have the checkbook out, and you go because you know that you're going to get Champions League football every year. It's, it's guaranteed for the most and part. Messi was guaranteed to go there. He just got into a legal issue. Right. And City is going to have a very, very good team um, for the next at least decade. Their, yep. their youth talent and development is so good. Um, I watched a young kid today, Delap. He looks really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah so, the, those youth academies are starting to come up profitable for them and also serve for the first team. Yeah. I mean, that's who they're playing in their in their league cup. Like Foden scored and Delap scored. Yep. Same thing happened with Liverpool. They won seven two today. Yeah, they so, fucking throttled Lincoln City. Yeah, I mean, obviously coming up against a third, fourth tier team in the English leagues, yeah, it's gonna be like that. But the youngsters performed. That's what you expect in those matches to to them to throttle the lower leagues. Yeah, of course. Um, anything else before we move on to the NFL? Uh no, I don't think there was anything else really um in the Premier League that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um do you want to go straight in the NFL or do you want to do locks first? Let's do like let's do our locks. Um okay. maybe somebody will catch this before these games happen. Because two of mine are for tonight. Yeah, I have I have one for tonight and two for the weekend. Okay. Um so I have Devontae Parker, anytime touchdown score at plus 137. Um, I'm, I'm kind of calling an audible here. Like, uh, I have Mike Kosicki as a touchdown score at plus 150. Um, I am confident that either of these could hit, but I guess I'm more confident in Devontae Parker at plus 137. Um, it's just a safer bet, I think. The reason I have what's-his-name is because it's higher, better odds for me. I was thinking the same thing, but the only thing I didn't go forward with it is CJ Henderson. Yeah. He's had a great first two games. He's looking solid. I I mean, I would think a couple would go past him, but I think Mike Gazitsky is having a better start mm-hmm. and over the middle, not many linebackers can compete with him. And if you're going to draw a corner to guard him, I think that's respect for him. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think he's guaranteed to score tonight. I mean, I put money on him to score tonight on a parlay and also individually, so I'm that confident in him to score. But I'm a big Devontae Parker guy, fantasy-wise. He was huge for me last year. Yeah. So I'm okay with that pick. I just have that Henderson thing in the back of my mind. Yeah. Then I have Everton, money line. That's plus 110 this week. They are facing Palace. And although Palace looked all right last week, Everton look really, really good. In their yeah. first two games, they have been very convincing. Um, Calvert-Lewin's been clinical at the goal line because that's the only space he can score from. 
And um, James has breathed new life, really, into Everton Football Club, it appears. He looks great. Um, So I'm going to take them. Um, And then my last is on Sunday. I'm going to take the over on Leeds United versus Sheffield. Uh, That is at plus 100. So these are all uh, plus odds this week. If you decide to parlay these... um, the odds are plus 897, and I'm fairly confident in these. I would be confident enough to throw a 50 on it, and for a 50, you would win around 500 even. So That's, that's not bad. No, I think, uh, bad. I think those are three pretty, pretty fair, uh, fair value picks. What do you have this week? So like you, I also bet on tonight's game. I have the over at 48.5. Both defenses statistically are butt. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins specifically, they give up over 300 yards passing and about 160 rushing yards. Jags not too far behind. Um, my second is for the Sunday night game. Saints-Packers. Saints coming off a stinker against the Raiders. They played all right. Drew Brees not the same quarterback as years prior, but they lost because of penalties. They gave up at least... Eight penalties in the third and fourth quarter alone for over 100 yards, which royally screwed them on their last two drives and lost me money. But besides the point, I am taking the Packers plus three and a half. Aaron Rodgers, two and zero. They've scored 85 points in the first two weeks. So having them as the underdog in this game is a slap in the face. So that's easy. My second or my third is now for LSU SEC opening weekend. LSU okay. plays Mississippi State. Coach O, big Coach O guy. They are at minus 16 and a half, and I have them covering that. All right. I like that. So, yeah. I just, I, I just go, I just can't believe Packers are plus three and a half on that. Yeah, I kind of can't either. The Packers look really good. I have Aaron Jones uh, in one of my leagues. He had like, yeah, like He's 70 points for me. Yeah, dude, people clown me. People clown me for taking him. They were like, he was a one-season wonder. I was like, fuck you guys. You're so dumb. He's crushing it, and the I thought the Vikings would be decent. They are terrible. Yeah, they're dog shit. Kirk Cousins is a fucking absolutely horrible he, QB. I saw his first three quarters. He was 6-20 and 20 with three picks. He's horrible, man. I can't. I mean, I respect him for his statement on COVID. He said, I'll play, and if I die, I die. I I love that, but he's terrible. So um, do you want to recap a little bit about last week, and then we talk and do an Eagles rant? Um, Dude, I'm so over the Eagles. I don't even know how much I have to say about them. Let's talk about the Eagles first, and then we'll talk about other things. All right, so. I'm just not happy with Wentz. Yeah, obviously the game was close for a little while, and then the Rams pulled away 37-19. Is it a Wentz thing? Is it a line thing? Or is it the coaching? Or maybe it's a mixture of everything. What, do you, what, do, what is your take on that? Okay, well, I think it is a mixture of everything. Um, however, I think that most of the blame lies on the fact that I don't know if Doug knows how to coach Carson Wentz the right way. I okay. think Frank Reich knew how to coach Carson Wentz the right way. That's the only time that he has looked unstoppable. Um <sighs> And ever since Frank Reich has been gone, we've really been not so great. 
I mean, we won the division last year at what, nine and seven? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fucking pretty bad. Like, uh, although the, the, the rest of the NFC East looks looks horrible too. Um, we are by far the worst division in the league. There's no question. No, it's the NFC least. Um, Market that. We're trademarking that. I just don't understand what is going on. I mean, Rieger's hurt now. Yeah, he's got a torn ligament in his hand, I believe. Of course he's going to he be does. out six to eight weeks, so he we won't be seeing him until at least mid-November. Which sucks balls. Um, and I'm just not happy with Wentz, man. I, I think they need to just kind of let maybe Hurts get more uh, more snaps and see if he can change things around. Because the way that Wentz is playing, holding onto the ball too long overthrowing like high too not not missing targets well i mean they are missed targets but like he's just throwing over people's heads yeah he's scared but but he's not scared when he needs to be scared he's not scared when he's rolling out and getting fucking decimated he's scared when he's sitting in the pocket trying to aim you know he he's he's just looks jittery to me so do you think falls would have been the better long term thing um he is the one that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you're right. He is. I don't know if that is necessarily the answer. I think keeping Wentz was the right choice, but letting Frank Reich walk was a really, really bad choice. Mm-hmm. We should have given him whatever he needed because he was the mastermind behind us winning that season. He really was. It's that simple. Well, you brought up Jalen Hurts, and they spent a second-round pick on him, so they drafted him for a reason. Right. So do you think if we go, if we lose the Bengals this weekend, do you think you start seeing Jalen Hurts implemented more? Yeah, I think you'll see him at least, um, if if not moved into more of a starting role, I think you'll at least see him get more snaps, especially if they're chalking the season up. You know what I mean? If well, we keep losing as bad if, as we're if, losing, then... If they lose the Bengals, we're 0 3, and then our next three games are the Niners, Steelers, and Ravens. You're you're on paper thinking 0 6. I mean, I think we could beat the Steelers, but I don't think we're beating the fucking Niners, and I don't think we're beating the fucking Ravens. I don't think any Eagles fan thinks we're. Actually, that's not true. I know some delusional Eagles fans. Well, I mean, it was good to see Miles Sander back. Yeah, he, he looked huge. all right. He's great. He was, he was huge in the game. Big, big, big. Uh, production value from him um Ertz isn't having the same factor as he used to he's getting in there every now and then but it's not the same he's got some contract problems i don't think yeah. he's happy and then darius slay is not looking like the best trade deal as no, we thought he's not you're right um moving on some other games that happened obviously the thursday night game was a cracker the browns 35 Bengals 30 Yep. Want me some money on that, Joe Burrow? Love you. Let's go. Um, I think if the if the Browns lost that game, everybody would have said Baker out. I think the Bengals losing isn't as big of a deal because that's what everybody thought was going to happen. And Odell finally caught a touchdown for the first time in like nine weeks. Forever years. Yeah, I know. I Somebody tried to trade me him in fantasy today, and I said literally, absolutely not. Yeah, he's not on this team. He's not the type of guy to get you're plus thousand and like eight, nine touchdowns. No, it's just not happening. I have more faith in juice doing that than him. Yeah, I do too. I, um, I made a trade today. 
actually, I wanted to read my current roster in the league that I'm 2-0 in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I made a straight-up trade. Uh, I traded Cooper Cup for DK Metcalf. Oh, whoa. Dude, I finessed DK. He's been great. Um, and today I traded. I have Noah Fant, uh, who is Denver's uh, TE1. Yep. I've had him. Uh, I drafted him really late. And he's has two two touchdowns so far, one each week. Um, so I kept him, and I traded Devin Waller, who I also had. I Did you get Darren Waller? Uh, yeah, so I traded Waller and... Um, Traded Waller and Keenan Allen for t- for Tyreek Hill and Johnny Smith. That that's a steal. You got Tyreek Hill for that. I had I now have Dak, Devontae, DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, Noah Fant, and I guess I'll probably play Johnny Smith at flex. Wow. So I have put your a f- feet up. Put your feet up. Get a nice little. Jack and Coke going, man. Get I have the a cracker of a team, dude. That's looking good. I've been I mean, Darren Waller, Darren Waller had a great week against the Saints, but I mean, Tyreek Hill is hard to argue against. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it this way. If, if Jonu can get a couple of TDs, um, I'm not counting on him to get a TD every week, obviously. Um, and Fant can kind of keep up the way that he is. I'm covered uh, as far as tight ends go you know losing waller wasn't that big of a deal mm-hmm. um but but i i view it as kind of swapping keenan allen for tyreek like that's a that's a fucking no-brainer um two more games i wanted to talk about from last week we have the cowboys with a crazy comeback against the Falcons. The Falcons are cursed ever since Super Bowl. <laughs> they are cursed. The Patriots, they are. They were up thirty-nine to what was it? It was thirty-nine, no, twenty-nine to ten at halftime. Yep. Thirty-nine to fourteen at one point, and the, the collapse is insane. Uh, they on that kick on the onside's kick. They could have re- the Falcons players could have recovered it even before it went the ten yards. I but know. Th- it seemed like nobody knew the rule. Yeah. So that puts the Cowboys tied with the Redskins, or I mean the football team. See, I, I, everybody's going to do that. Yeah. The Washington football team and the in the NFC East and puts the Eagles zero and two with the Giants. Yep. And then on the other end, we had the Sunday night game, Seahawks 35, Patriots 30. That looked like a Super Bowl game. That yeah, game that was, was a great game. It was really fun to watch. Every drive, you thought somebody was going to score. I mean, Ross, Ross was cooking. He's Ross so cooked, good, dude. Five touchdowns, 288 yards, only one interception. DK won the battle against Gilmore. He's a fucking freak, dude. He is a monstrous human. And he's so fast for how big and tall he is. Yeah, he's very underrated as a receiver. He's so good. He's got to be yeah. top 10. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, size-wise, he's an absolute unit. But I don't know. Some of those other receivers have better pedigrees. But the more I think about it, I don't know. I have to I have to see a couple more weeks of him before I can say that. I don't know, dude. Uh, he's so good. He's guaranteed top 20, maybe top 15, but I don't know about top 10. He will be by the end of the year. Yeah, we'll see. 
Lockett had a good night too, seven for sixty-seven with a touchdown. I mean, Russ makes everybody around him look good, even if yeah. you're a mediocre guy. He just he's just a great leader. Well, he's just got lazy. Like he throws lasers, dude. He's so accurate throwing deep balls. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's not a checkdown guy. He's not a screen pass guy. Um, and although he does off, he he used to hold on to the ball too long. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of found the he's kind of found the equilibrium. I think he's not holding on to the ball too long, but he's not just shuffling it away with screens. Um, he he just looked really good, dude. Like mm-hmm. like that's like best quarterback in the league type performance. That was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he's the he's leading the MVP back. candidate so far. He's the best second place MVP guy in yeah. the league. He yeah. always loses to somebody. Yeah, but. I mean, not taking any way, anything away from the Patriots. The Patriots did a great job in this game. They don't. They shouldn't hang their heads. Losing at Seattle is not bad. Cam looked great. Passed for almost 400 yards with three total touchdowns, two on the ground. Edelman had eight for 179 with no touchdowns, which is was right. He could have. They could have won the game. The ball went right through his hands. I know. On their last he fourth quarter drive. It. Uh, they they had so many opportunities to win. But the Patriots play the Raiders this week, who are coming off a big Monday night win against the Saints. And I don't know which way that's going to go. I mean, I have the Patriots right now because, like I said in the locks, the Saints threw the game away on penalties. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints, though. Yeah, and I think the going from a quarterback like Drew Brees staying in the pocket 100% of the time, and now you're going to Cam, who at any point can just run for 20, that's a totally different game plan for them. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I um I'm not sold on Cam still. Really? I, I'd like to see a couple more weeks before I say Cam's back. Um he plays a dangerous game, man. He plays a really fucking dangerous game. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a chance within these next couple weeks that he gets his fucking head knocked off and he's out. Um so uh, I I'm really I'm unsure still about Cam. I, I would like to see a couple more weeks. I hope he is back because he's is he, he plays an extremely entertaining style uh as a quarterback. He's almost like a tailback. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm not sold. I think I'm kind of in the minority there. It seems like everybody else wants to say Cam's back. But I think that they're just saying that because it's good for the league and it's good for entertainment. And looking ahead to next week, my game of the week has to be the Monday night game. We got Chiefs Ravens. Who do you think wins that game? And do you think it hits the over? The Ravens, I and I think the over hits. Yeah, let me let me confirm what the over is right now for that. I mean, the Chiefs but, almost lost to the fucking Chargers, dude. Yeah. Well, all right. The over for that is fifty-four and a half on Fanduel. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think. Well, we can even talk about that situation. So before the game, Tyrod Taylor was having was, oh, I forgot about had this. a had a chest issue, an abdominal issue, and didn't play the game. He got sent to the hospital. So at the time, nobody knew what was going on. And now we find out that the doctor was giving him a steroid injection for something and accidentally punctured his lung. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, I'm surprised that guy didn't get fired. Right, he away. probably has been fired yeah. since. So. I don't think the Chiefs were planning for Herbert to start. It looks good. They had a great start. But I think that comes down to them not having a plan for him. I think they were ready for Tyrod. I think if Tyrod played, the Chiefs would have had that game easy. 
Do you even have to be ready for Tyrod? He fucking sucks. I know that's what I'm saying. They yeah. weren't expecting because Herbert was taking some shots. He's good, dude. I like him. He's got balls. He was he played like a rookie at moments too, where he took some huge hits and didn't yeah. and didn't think anything of it. But long term, that doesn't help. But yeah, he looked great. I think if he plays again this week, I, I think they play the Panthers. I think they walk that game. Yeah, I do too. Now that McCaffrey's out for the next month. Yep. Yeah, um, I've been I've been lucky, dude. I haven't played the first two weeks of fantasy. I've only played teams that were at full strength. So now my next like four weeks, I play somebody that has McCaffrey. I play somebody that has another like severely injured player. Yeah, I'm so lucky, dude. Um, uh, other than that, um, there was the one tweet we were saying before the show. I want to say, if you don't know Zlatan Ibrahimovic, big icon in the world of soccer, tested positive for COVID today after previously not testing positive for it the day prior. Yeah. And he tweeted, no symptoms whatsoever, but COVID had the courage to challenge me. Bad idea. Obviously, Zlatan comes out on top. Yeah, that'll be fine. And he's still banging in goals in Italy at the age of 38. Yeah, he scored two. Uh, yeah. like Not yesterday, but I think the day before. So, mm-hmm. good thing the keeper didn't touch the ball. He would have COVID. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, that's it, right? Yeah. Oh. No, um, wait, I want a quick shout out to Joe Fallow. You, you boys in New York got to get your shit together. Got You got to have a, like a team meeting. You guys got to go play some bowling, go to an amusement park or do something that you can without COVID coming in between because you guys got to get your chemistry up. Everything is going haywire out there. Also, you're losing me money. <laughs> I can't believe you're still betting on them. Um, not anymore. I'm going to bet against them. And then the second I bet against them, they're going to win. Joe's going to have, have a fucking double hattie. Yeah, the the moment I bet against them is the moment he scores his first professional goal. I'm going to be I'm gonna be mixed emotions. Keep betting against them. I want to see that. I don't know. We'll see. You have anything else to add? No, I think that's it. It's good to be back. Sorry, uh, sorry for being absent last week. And uh, I'm on a hot streak gambling, so I yeah, try well, and keep all- it up. We all know your locks record isn't looking that good. And every time you do locks, you don't do too well. So I think this might be the end. I knock on wood. That I, think it's, not. I think it's the end too, man. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Follow us at Post20Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Also follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review. A five-star rating and a review. I always get that shit messed up when I say that. Um, have, enjoy your weekend. Good luck in betting if you're doing that. If not, enjoy the sports. Enjoy the weather wherever you are. And uh, stay safe out there. Peace out.